Welcome to another episode of the Media Fuel Podcast. Um, this is episode 33, and my name is Adeli, and I'm joined today by my lovely co-host, Alan and Jesus. We back! Hello, hey. hello, hello. Yes. So we here, we ready to go. Um, we, how are you guys doing? We just survived a heat wave. So how are you guys doing? Dude. Well, oh, Jesse, you go first. You, you go first, Alan. Uh, fucking, it was hot. Motherfucker, it was so hot. (laughs) (laughs) It was like one of those, like, hots where it's like, I didn't want to do anything. (laughs) It was unbearable. Yeah. Like, we have AC at the house. And, yes, very fortunate to have AC, but, like, I kid you not, our AC cannot keep up with the heat. Washington is not ready. You know what's funny is that I actually heard is that uh, Seattle is one of the areas that's, like, one of the least conditioned cities, like, air-conditioned cities in the states. Because we don't really need it. It's, like... Yeah, I was about to say, we realistically don't need it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were... Our house was 80 degrees. I mean, outside was like 100 plus degrees, but like our AC couldn't keep up with like how much humidity was in the air and everything. Like it was just hot. It was miserable. <laughs> just to just to give everyone a perspective, um, our in here in Washington, here in like the Pacific Northwest where we live, it really only gets to about what like 90 degrees at the highest. And we dying with that. Yeah. Dead ass. <laughs> um well this... no not in all of the pnw there are areas of the pacific northwest that are used to the heat but mm-hmm. then there's the more inland areas like western washington that does not so we were dying mm. like for oh sure. yeah yeah uh but we got to a record high of what was it was it 112 i think renting got to like 111 jesus christ it was like, and like, we also side kind of side tangent. We went to the movies for the first time, and like on the rooftop, <laughs> the parking lot air was the most disgusting, like, heat, oh. like, hot air. Hot air. <laughs> it was like it was windy, horrible. but it was At like us. just disgusting wind. <laughs> yeah. And it was it so was, hot. It was uncomfortable. Oh it was my God. Really gross. I would like. To not do that again. At least not in Western Washington. Like, if I go to Eastern Washington, I'm cool with it. If I go to Vegas, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it, you know? But it's like... Like, let me seek it out. If I go yeah, to places exactly. where you expect exactly. it to happen, right? Like, I knew somebody that was like, Arizona's like this, like, all the time. Like, yeah, I'm that. I don't live in Arizona. <laughs> if I wanted to see, I'd go there, you know? Like, ugh. Yeah. Yo, my dumbass thought I was literally trying to move to Arizona. Like... No, boy. <laughs> You're like, I just got a taste. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> it's a okay. hard pass for me. <laughs> so let's get into today's topics, guys. Um, We have trailers on teasers on trailers on teasers. It was like everybody dropped a little something something this uh-huh. past week. Mm-hmm. And there's even more. So more that we don't have put on here on our outline that I'll like quite quickly hint at so mm-hmm. to start off since we last talked to you guys um we got our first teaser of season two for the witcher thoughts yeah. on that yeah. it was a very short like when they meant teaser like this was an actual teaser because it was only 12 seconds long i'm expecting yeah. like a full trailer soon when they dropped this teaser because this was like last week right june 18th yeah that was like yeah 
Oh, no, that was, like, two weeks ago now, yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah. And so I was really expecting them to drop, like, a trailer, like, uh, sometime soon. Um, I'm still hoping that they'll drop something soon, especially since they're showing off, like, footage and whatnot. Um, uh, from that little teaser, they've, like, I feel like they're gonna get more action-y, more action-y than when it, what it already was from season one, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of excited for that. Like, I felt like season one, kind of like with Game of Thrones, you know, they gotta build the lore and everything, especially because mm-hmm. not a lot of people know the Witcher stuff. Yeah, yeah. they gotta So, like, I feel, I feel like this one's gonna up the ante, and I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. this one for sure feels like, like it's going to be... Instead of your typical, like, just training montage, if it's for sure going to be all the whole, like, training of homegirl throughout the whole season. So Siri. I expect, like, their, yeah, Siri, their action scenes in season one were really good. So I feel like they're just going to go to the next level. I feel like they're still going to do some of the, you know how they would do some of the, like, short stories kind of things mm-hmm. where, like, mm-hmm. he would go and help other people. Yeah. So this one's going to be focused instead of, like, a couple different short stories is going to be just one overarching story arc and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. I feel like it's going to be interesting in terms of the whole take because the first one jumped back and forth between three different timelines. Yeah. And this one, though, we're all going to be on the same timeline. Yeah. Which is like awesome because I will say the first watch of The Witcher. Like, you're kind of like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, it's, you're like, it's huh? still It's still kind of good, but, like, it, the fact that it doesn't give you, like, the the timeline, like, immediately, you're just kind of like, huh? Wait, what's happening? Which right? was very ballsy on their end, because, like, how Jesus mentioned, so the way that they did season one, you know, it was, like, the first season in Game of Thrones where they're building up the world to get you, and so mm-hmm. the way they handled it... I mean, we all caught on, and I mean, it was a great success and all that, but, like, it could have gone very badly the way they handled that, you know? And so, hella ballsy for, like, a season one move where it's, like, they're bringing it to a bigger general audience and stuff, and now we're getting a more linear story arc, which is going to be very nice because I would like to not think as hard (laughs) with watching something. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see what kind of monsters they have in this season, because I know a a big thing of, like, The Witcher is that they always have, like, these kind of cool, scary monsters and stuff, um, uh, uh, I know that Ciri, at least in the games and stuff, is hunted by, like, an ancient, well, at least in the third game, she's, she's, like, hunted by, like, this ancient, like, evil and whatnot, kind of, like, almost, like, going back to Game of Thrones, it's almost kind of like the, uh, the White Walkers in Game of Thrones, but a little bit different and stuff, they're, they're not, like, zombies, these guys, these guys are, like, an actual, like, entity or something, um, but I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where they go in season two, I've read the first two books, um, which is, I think, what the first season is based off of, if I remember, I can't, I gotta, I gotta go back and read them again, but, or, or rewatch the season again, but I I really like the books too, and then yeah, I'm hoping that season two is fucking kicking ass. Nice, yeah. So the next trailer we got, guys, in terms of kicking ass, um, we got another trailer for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Um, what did you guys think? I wanted quick redemption on myself. I was talking shit from the first trailer, but this one, <laughs> this one sold me. <laughs> this one sold me. <laughs> I'm hyped. I'm hyped. First of all, you yeah. start any trailer off with Idris Elba. I feel like, I you mean, got you got me. me, right? Yeah, you got you got both of us, right? Mm-hmm. 
Same thing um, with uh, Hobbs and Shaw. You started it with Idris Elba. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm fully in. Oh my god, he is in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, he's the main bad guy. Remember, he had that yeah. dope-ass line where he was like, I'm the black Superman. I was like, that's awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> well, with this other new look, I mean, I had already been sold since our first teaser. But I like how this one, we kind of see a little bit more of the other characters that they had shown in like posters and, you know, stills from the movie. That we have been seeing before, so like we see a little bit more of Pete Davidson and the like big rat looking dude and stuff like that. Yeah, and the guy who kind of looks like Aquaman. So uh-huh. it's interesting, like we get a little bit more of the story in this one, but I mean, I've been sold. It just got me even more hype and all that, so I ain't mad at it. It's What's crazy too, that I like, I always keep forgetting, not only does it come out on hbo max but it's at the end of this month or yeah by the time this episode drops we'll be in july oh that's right yeah huh holy shit yeah Dang. which is really crazy that's gonna, be, that's gonna be good though i feel like we're it's still kind of a weird time because we i mean we just said it we went to the movies uh this past for the sun, first time for the first time this we past did Sunday. the first time our little movie um, group hey. which is which is fun because it's like we're getting back into the summer blockbuster season and so like kind of like we're in what i was talking to earlier it's like we're a couple weeks away from um black widow we're a couple we're like a month away from this um movies are coming out again and i'm like i'm really excited to watch some good films you know even some dumb ones too you know, to be honest even the dumb ones i will say i like going to see dumb ones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so overall we're all safe to say we're all on the hype train yeah oh, hell yeah all full board on it uh full. is which character are you guys excited about honestly because there's a there's a huge group of cast members in this i'm gonna go with sean gunn's character the rat looking thing <laughs> okay Ooh. i'm excited i'm always excited to see margot robbie's harley quinn but i'm excited to see idris elba's character oh yeah i'm now, i'm really excited for um what's her name rat rat queen is what they're changing it to right because it's a female now Oh, the one that kind of looks like she's low-key flirting with Idris Elba's character? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for Rat Queen, and I'm kind of also excited for uh, uh, Peacemaker. Not Peacemaker, sorry. um, Oh, the captain. The the one who was in the first one who was, like, leading the team and stuff. He's kind of leading the team in this one. Did they even have a captain in the first one? Yes, yeah, it was like the military who, dude. Yeah, the that guy who's was dating so the enchantress bad. one. <laughs> oh, you do not like that, that dude? <laughs> See, I'm excited for him to come back because he's honestly my favorite. <laughs> he's the one that's like the most serious out of all of them. And it's the one that I can just laugh out loud because he's trying to be the most serious out of all of them. Rick Flag. Rick Flag, that's who it is. Oh, wait, I now remembered. Like, it literally just came back to me. <laughs> Okay, well, from something else, something that seems to never die, guys. Yes. Halloween motherfucking kills, y'all. We also got the trailer, the first official trailer, right? This one was considered a trailer, mm-hmm. not a teaser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. Halloween Kills, which is part of the Halloween franchise that got rebooted. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, two years ago? Yeah, I want to say it was 2018. Three years ago, right? Because it came out in 2018? Yeah, 2018. Oh! It was, oh it was like a it was like a reboot soft sequel, right? Like a like a soft reboot. 
Yeah, because it, it was a is it, the 2018 was a direct sequel to the original. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just weren't. They were like anything that happened after the first, we're just gonna like you know. Man, even H two O, everyone's <laughs> favorite. I love H two O, so don't talk shit out. <laughs> Okay, what are your guys' thoughts on Halloween Kills? Because let me tell you, I got so hype watching this trailer. I'm uh, so excited. If everyone watch, wait versus... really quickly, Alan. Oh, okay. If you guys watch um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Miss Kyle, that's all I'm going to say, Miss motherfucking Kyle, the aunt to Paris Hilton, is reprising her small role in this movie. So I'm hype. Okay. I don't know who that is, but I'm hyped for her too. I'm just uh, uh I was gonna say the way that Michael kills is kind of this is kind of like new extreme ways he's killing. Uh, the one where he killed somebody with the fluorescent like light bulb, like he breaking it and then just stabbing it in her like neck. I was like, oh, oh my god. Um. Also, everybody versus Michael, I guess, like the whole town, which is like good luck, I guess. You know. Uh, yeah, Salmon. It looks intense. I will say I love that they're keeping the brutality of the Halloween remake. Or not remake, but reboot. Soft reboot from 2018. Mm-hmm. The kills they showed in this trailer. Fucking dope and gnarly. Uh, I imagine they're not showing everything on the trailer. So, like, I'm more or less like, what do they have, like, up their sleeve? And from what the trailer shows us, this is a continuation of that same night. Correct. Right? Yeah, Correct. At least so, that's what I got from it as well. Because, yeah. like, it starts off with them, like, in the hospital, kind of. Like, they, they, they leave the place. That well, well it, it ends off com- start, uh, where the first one ended. Because they were off in the truck, right? You even seen the trailer. You're like, they're in the truck. The area the area where um, Jamie Lee Curtis was living was on fire. Because that's how the first, the 2018 one ends, remember? Mm-hmm. And then they mm-hmm. kind of drew get away. And I think this is how this one starts, right? Like you guys yeah, said, like, the they fire. were in the hospital and whatnot. Yeah, with the firefighters passing by. Mm. All I gotta say is poor Jamie Lee Curtis's character's heart, homegirl Lori, because she had all that PTSD (laughs) with Michael, right? So she prepared her daughter, then her daughter went away because she was like, no, mom. Meanwhile, she's still living all secluded and ready to kill Michael at any second. Halloween comes, Michael's after her, and then Loki, you know, her granddaughter and her daughter... They fight him off, and then this movie starting off right after the first, the last one ended and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. if she doesn't get a damn heart attack, because Homegirl's grown, like, <laughs> and having she's to like all of that. 70, 80, how old is she now? Like, goddamn. How many times does her heart have to go through the same fear, Michael? Like, goddamn. For yeah. real. Either that, or Lori just has, like, lungs and, like, a heart of steel. <laughs> <laughs> she can oh, just keep sure. pushing dude but i'm excited this drops this year guys and movies back up open what do you guys what do you guys think of the uh of like every like the whole town versus michael I interesting like concept i don't know how they're gonna go with it uh so curious how they play it out like there's no way <laughs> that they they can all win if anything, that just means that it's going to be a, like, hella gory movie. Because he's going to be going rampant. Oh, yeah. He's going to yeah. be going off. Yeah. I'm excited, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and then, so, we also surprise trailer drop 
of well, second trailer, second teaser, whatever for Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. The official Rings. trailer, I think, is what they call it. Yeah, the official trailer because that first one was a teaser, like the a teaser. one minute forty teaser. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, this one's only two teasers. minutes. Do you guys remember? <laughs> so we've had two teasers by now, and now this is the official trailer. Then. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I will say their best trailer, hands oh. down. This one? Yeah, for sure. Okay. You don't think so? Uh, no, I th- I think I think it's a good trailer and stuff, but I don't know why it kind of... I don't know if it uh, it doesn't excite... I want to see more, like... I, I'm, I'm kind of... I mean, I'm excited for this movie, but I want to see, like, more action, I guess. Like, more of the kung fu style and stuff. Because I know that um, Shang-Chi is, like, supposed to be, like, the martial arts master and whatnot. Um, and I guess the Ten Rings weapon was kind of cool, but I guess it kind of reminded me, I'm like, oh, I guess it's not all going to be, like, hand-to-hand combat, but I hope it is still. I mean, I think there is going to be some hand-to-hand. I just don't think it's going to be the main, like, focus-focus. Right. Which is okay. Like I said, I'm I'm still excited for this film, no matter what. Just Marvel out here spending, like, probably their yearly budget on CGI and... <laughs> It yeah, so the, the the scene that really was, like, dope was that whole scene where they're in, I think they're home, right? And then the water just splashes out and stuff. I'm like, whoa, that's really cool. Yeah, that was a really cool scene. I really like the scene where I think it's him and his father trying to fight for the rings. And, it like, the energy is, like, bouncing or, or not bouncing, but it, like, pulls. I oh, that was really yeah, cool that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that we got to see more of the ten rings and how it kind of, like, hovers over their arms and everything. You know? Oh, yeah. you know what? I'll tell you what really excited me, and I hope you guys say the same thing too. If you guys want to drop it at like the end of three, or like on three. Okay. I do you think know, I do know, you know, know what, what it is, say. really? I think I know. No. Oh my god, okay. but I'm going to say something. Okay, on three. <laughs> I think I, the thing that really excited me about this trailer is, is on one, two, Three abomination. No, Aquafina. Uh, oh, oh, oh uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Aquafina too. <laughs> no, it's abomination. He's coming back, guys. Come on. Oh, I was gonna say no Aquafina. <laughs> okay, well, um, just to quickly clarify, so I never watched the James Norton's Incredible Hulk. And Did you I not didn't know that much about? Uh, I I'm still I still hold that movie too close to my heart because I actually do really like the James Norton uh the Hulk. I forgot yeah. who told me that one was the skippable one, and I just ever since then I was like, That's you've been riding that one. wave, huh? Skipping, yeah. <laughs> same. Yeah. Everyone skips it, and I keep telling people it's not a bad movie. It's it's actually it's pretty good. Like I really really like James Norton. I'm uh, I'm kind of. It kind of sucks that you would never that we'll never see him as that version of Bruce Banner and the Hulk again. Because I, I like I said, I think it was honestly kind of good. Um, Ruffalo is my king. Yeah, I, I guess. Say, I love me some Mark Ruffalo. I just want I just want another a Hulk movie and stuff. And I guess the closest thing we're ever gonna get is the, <laughs> the James Norton one. Okay, so then who is this Abomination character? And I really didn't even notice him in the trailer for me. So Abomination like, is at the end of the trailer. Uh, he's that giant green thing that like is punching down, and I think a, a sorcerer is what it looks like. Um, it is a sorcerer. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
But basically, in The Incredible Hulk, there's this other guy that's trying to get the basically get the serum that turned Bruce Banner into the Hulk and basically use it for himself. I think he recreates the way that the movie. It's been a while since I've also seen this movie. I, uh, uh, anyway, uh, um, but I think the way that the movie goes is that he creates like a version of the serum, but it turns him evil. And I think the guy that plays Abomination is Charlton Copley, if I'm correct. No, it's not Charlton Copley. Let me look it up. I was about to say, I, I have no say, idea who that is. <laughs> yeah, but he's reprising his role, too, in She-Hulk. I do know that. Let me look it up. Charlton? Oh, no, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Tim yeah. Roth, yeah. Um. No, yeah. He, who the he's hell the... is Charlton Copley? He's another actor. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh tim tim roth who was like the abomination and stuff like basically he takes like a version of the same serum serum and stuff and turns into like this it almost looks like a demonic version of like the hulk and stuff he has bones protruding out of his like knuckles and like shoulders and whatnot hulk's version of the venom sort of yeah yeah you can kind of say that okay all right all right all right all right all right i can visualize it am i gonna watch (laughs) the incredible hulk no probably not so, yeah. Shang-Chi got a lot to do for us people who never watched that movie or don't know anything <laughs> about Abomination to be like, whoa. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Come on. It's it's not that bad. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll spark note it. Add, it. add it to the list of uh, movies that Alan has said that are that is pretty good that you guys are just like, hmm. I haven't said anything. <laughs> Jesus just said someone told him it was skippable, and he was like, "Say less." Say say no more. <laughs> anything that gets me to save a few hours. <laughs> um. Okay. So then the last one. It's not on here, and I don't know if you guys saw it, but yesterday, Clifford the Big Red Dog movie trailer dropped. Uh, this is did the one you that guys I... even know that Clifford was still a thing with the youth? Because no, I did not. not. So this caught me by surprise. <laughs> I did not see this trailer. I forgot that this was even a thing. Because uh, I feel like I remember them faintly saying that they were going to do a Clifford at the Big Red Dot. All I've seen was like the clips of it that were just like, or like uh, snippets of it that were trending around Twitter. Mm-hmm. It looks weird. Right? Yeah, I I also back that. It did look weird. That's why I also didn't click it. Also, I'm not a big I, I growing up I was never a big Clifford the Big Red Dog kind of guy kid. Uh so it really didn't have I don't know what the nostalgia is for me either. Yeah. Now if they had an Arthur, I'd be down, Ooh. but even then it's like don't do a live action of Arthur. I was about to say you want a live action Arthur? <laughs> First of all, Arthur's an anteater and this dude in Arthur does not look like an anteater. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um so yeah, I don't know if that's hyping up the youth or not. Um Clifford the Big Red Dog is living in New York City, which I don't know if it's really the best place for Clifford to, you know, live. He is a big That dog red pay dog. fucking rent. <laughs> so yeah, guys, we got lots of ta- teasers and trailers dropped. Lots to look forward to. Lots to look forward to. Like a possible new Hollywood starlet to look forward to. Um, so last week, per deadline dropping the exclusive. So there's this actress. Her name is Rachel Ziegler. She is currently cast as the main 
role as Maria for Steven Spielberg's um, West Side Story. And last week, she got casted to be Snow White. And what kind of is like, whoa about this. So she is, her skin is not as white as snow. So she's definitely a POC Mm. and everything. And so this kind of goes along with, you know, Disney casting Halle Bailey as the Little Mermaid. So in terms of them diversifying like their live action remakes and everything. And I know we had talked about Disney's live action remakes and if like, you know, are we hyped for them? Are we not or anything? But I, this actress, guys, she might be the next big thing to keep an eye on because she has a Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. She has um, a Disney movie now. Mm-hmm. And then she's also going to be in the sequel to DC's Shazam. And the person that she's going to be in in Shazam, they have not even released what character she is yet. But. Mm-hmm. Those are three big powerhouses, guys. Spielberg, Disney, DC. What are you guys' thoughts? Uh, uh, congrats for on her for getting on the role. Uh, I will say, I know I definitely talked a lot of shit on the live action remakes. <laughs> I more or less hate the ones like Lion King. Uh, but I do love the Cinderella live action remake. I think Ooh. that was a good adaptation of it. Mm-hmm. So... Since Snow White is pretty much well, you see the like the door the seven dwarves in Snow White are good, but when she does do the animal scenes, it's kind of they just make it so like weird looking with the animals. It's <laughs> uh, I think it's been a while since I've watched like the original Snow White, and I don't know if it, the thing that I immediately remember is like the whole like kind of like the whole fable of like Snow White and stuff of like the whole you know she's her skin is white as snow and whatnot. Um, I think the thing that I immediately know about her is that she ate a poison apple, <laughs> and then she fell yep. asleep and got kissed by a prince. Um, and then, the, obviously, the seven dwarves. Uh, so, I think, uh, even as, like, a... I don't know if... Because was there any, like, outrage against this, like, casting? Did, was there, like, any... I don't think I saw anything, like, of to an initial honest, outrage. To be honest, in the side of the internet that I'm on, I... Like, all that outrage wouldn't have been posted onto my feed. So I saw mm-hmm. a lot of people, like, really congratulating her and all that. um, Getting really excited for a whole another Disney princess to be a person of color and not yeah. just, you know, another white actress. Which is um, really awesome. Like, I like it. Like, it's something that I think is... is it's just really cool. And I think... And I'm not the biggest. Was really hype. Like she was posting it all over her Twitter. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh my god!" Like, like she was like so excited, like dream role and everything. But then once, like I'm saying, once I dug a little bit deeper, and I was like, "Wait, hold on, she's gonna be Maria in a West Side Story." West Side Story is one of those Broadway musicals that's like West Side Story. Right. The original movie was also super big. It's also like I think one of IMDb's like top 100 top rated movies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that she's gonna be in Shazam. Like this, I think it's gonna be an actress to watch. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Um, she's off to a good start. Yeah, yeah like, like really, really, really good, good start. start. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, on like the side of like live action Disney stuff, like I think Corella kind of gave me a little bit of hope. Um, which I don't know if you saw Corella yet. 
uh, Jesse, Jesus? Uh, I haven't, but I wouldn't say that's an adaptation. It's that's not really an adaptation. Movie. It's, but I would follow it as it is kind of like the one where it's like, what was it? Um, it's like Maleficent. Maleficent. I wouldn't say that's an, mm-hmm. say that's an adap- adaptation. That's like a re. It's like a reimagining of a story. Um, and it's, I guess if they're doing it from like a perspective of like reimagining or kind of rethinking the story, because I think where I really didn't like the, like the Lion King and where I didn't really like like Mulan and stuff is that they basically just kind of did the same story again. Um, and like I've like like I've seen these movies growing up like as ki- as a kid like loving Disney and stuff. So it's like I understand these stories, but if there's nothing that's really being brought in that's new, if you're just gonna give me the same details, um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it seems like a fake imitation of like the the thing that I like held so dearly as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I'm hoping that they take a direction with with this and stuff. Um, of like let's let's try to do something new. Let's try to do. Let's try to shake up the, the the grounds a little bit more and, and kind of create a story. It's that one for one the same story that's, that Disney already did, you know? Yeah. Well, Disney kind of already did that, like how Jesus was saying, like when they start off with Cinderella, because I like their live action Cinderella too. They did really good of kind of differentiating it. And then the Aladdin one, I thought was okay, but they did switch up Jasmine's storyline in that one mm-hmm. a bit. Which is another Disney princess, so you know they kind of like did a little something, something right there, and so it's going to be really interesting to see the route they take with Little Mermaid and now Snow White and the Seven Seven Dwarfs. You know they can yeah. possibly go more towards leaning towards their actual stories, you know, from the Grimm's brothers, or doing a little bit more reimagining. Which I mean, people love Maleficent. People love. The Cruella movie, it's really good and stuff. So I want to be surprised if, you know, they went down that road of, like, switching it up a little bit. All right. Yeah. But like, shake up, the gr- uh, shake up the ground and stuff, right? Like, I don't if, if it's, like, another one-for-one one shot, like, I feel like I'd get bored, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, someone who was kind of upset, he didn't shake up the ground enough, guys. Um, Our boy, George R. R. Martin... So the author creator of the whole Game of Thrones franchise, um, busy, busy man. Number one, first <laughs> of all, he has yet to give us Winds of Winter, which is the last book in the Game of Thrones like no. main series. There's uh, two left. Two? Yeah, there's yeah. I think yeah, there's two books he's he's got. Oh do. my gosh! Winds of Winter is six, and then seven still needs to be released. Well, this is the thing. Motherfucker George R. R. Martin has decided to sign himself up. So so many projects. He hasn't even really given us these books. And he's reflecting now on how the series went and with him with writing the books. And so he's now saying that he wished he had put more time to the books for the books to stay ahead of the series. Um because he for sure said, well, he was saying that his ending will and will not be similar to how the show ended, but that he is not necessarily the biggest fan. <laughs> I feel like the way he was wording things, he wasn't trying to step on anybody's toes, especially since they're doing prequel series to his stories and all that. Yeah. Um. But for sure, he would have wished to have stayed, like, that the books had come out first and ended before the show. 
<laughs> I have no sympathy for this man. Like, he had plenty <laughs> of time. I was going to say, like, I feel like after the entire hate and... Oh man, season eight is like a whole like a whole can of worms you can open up to, but like I feel like after seeing that, I feel like he's gone back and like I can't do this ending because I think he did kind of go in and tell um both he of them pretty how much, he gave them the broad strokes. Yeah, the broad strokes of how he wanted it to end. So I and I think mm-hmm. and I think the way that they ended Game of Thrones, like the the TV show, is in some sort of way the way that George wanted it to end, but I think they, it just got rushed so quickly to get there and, and kind of not really paying off anything to kind of get there is just kind of, it kind of made George realize I got to do something else. I got to rewrite this, right? Like I gotta, I gotta go back to the block, right? Yeah. Because I know, I remember hearing in an interview when David Benioff and D.B. Weiss were talking when they pitched to George R. R. Martin, like, hey, we know you're not done with the books, but let us do a TV series, that he told them, like, okay, if you guys can guess how the series will end, I'll let you do it. And apparently they guessed correctly. And so he was like, oh, all right, like, you're good to go. So it's I agree with you, Alan. I feel like they did their version of, like, all right, well, we guessed correctly, so this is how it'll go. And now that, like, this is definitely the best in terms of George of seeing like what stories were great for the audience because clearly he saw that his ending did not work the best and so now he does have to like i feel like that for sure is why he's taking so long because it's true it's like jesus said like he has had so much time but at the same time since the show kicked off he also has signed himself off into so many other projects like mm-hmm. he's working on elden ring right mm-hmm. yeah. and then he's supposedly writing and i know he's also contributing with the prequel series and everything so i'm like bro i feel like he just doesn't want to end it because he doesn't want us to all realize that like benioff and wise actually did nothing wrong (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i kind of yeah yeah jesse i mean like i said i no sympathy for the man he had enough time (laughs) Stop agreeing to shit if you can't finish what you already... Like, he had those it, book deals in place before signing on to other work. I think this is kind of, like, a problem of, like... I think he may have accidentally wrote himself into this kind of quarter. Because it does feel like... And and you can stop me if I'm wrong here. And and this is coming from a perspective of... I haven't... I've read the first book. I've read, I read A Game of Thrones. Um, I haven't read the rest of them. But I feel like... It seems like... And for the entirety of the show, like, there's this whole setup of, okay, we got, we know that the White Walkers are coming. They feel like they've been set up from, like, season, from the beginning of season one. Like, literally the first shot, right? Like, we have this mm-hmm. this White Walker thing that's been coming up, you know? And we have, like, this whole setup of, 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 um, what's her name? Uh, Danny getting to Westeros and whatnot. And, like, this whole setup of, like, we're excited to finally see, like, all these things happen. And it feels like... It all, like I said, it all kind of happened all at once, right? Like, there was this whole moment where I kind of, where we all kind of guessed out where it's like, they they still have the White Walkers to deal with, and they still have the Night King to deal with. They still have to deal with Cersei as well, and they only have, like, three episodes left, and you're just kind of like, what the fuck? How are they going to do, what? And 
it's kind of like where you kind of see it from an outside perspective of where they probably had to cut so much of like, we have, I, I don't even know if it was <laughs> David Benioff and Dan's fault. or No, it is their fault because they also kind of agreed to only do just the season eight, right? Because then HBO were like, if you guys want more time, you can do more time, right? No, yeah. Well, HBO was down to offer more seasons. It was, they, they were. S- yeah, they set a hard stop at eight because they had that Star Wars project lined up, which got scrapped after Disney yeah. saw what they did with Game of Thrones. So I, I feel like this is just like, you know, when you have a lot of setup and if you're not taking the time to kind of like fully expand on it and to kind of, you know, get to these endings instead of, you know, having a season eight where it's like, oh, shit, I still have to I still have to do these things. It's like it's like when you have like a five page essay that you have to turn into like your professor and you finally realized, oh, I haven't done any of this, right? Like I haven't, I haven't even started, and it's due in like an hour, right? And it, that's what it feels like they just did, right? It's like we have to finish this, like right now, right? The lesson is, don't be a greedy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is all I gotta say. Take your time. I think is, like, is a good lesson. George R. R. Martin playing some of the fucking games. J.K. Rowling, Period. don't support her views or anything. But when Homegirl signed that contract for Harry Potter to make movies. She had barely had four books out, and she still managed to finish the season, the season, the series, <laughs> all before the movies ended. Mm-hmm. That you, is true. You know, and you know what the movies were able to do? Follow End. the main storyline. Not everything, not everything, because they did differ from the books. Uh-huh. But they had the main storyline there for them to follow and end correctly. And... I feel like with like Harry so Potter, so George has no 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 reason he shouldn't have already gotten <laughs> those two books out. And, and yeah. with Harry Potter, and I and you guys can attest it because we all love fucking Harry Potter. Uh, I don't know when the last time you guys have like done like a rewatch of the entire series. Last but once, <laughs> but once you get to that eighth film, you kind of feel satisfied, right? Like you kind of like it all builds up to the like good ending and stuff where it's like oh my god we're having the battle of harry po- of hogwarts and stuff this feels like really exciting and those last moments where harry finally defeats voldemort and you're like wow that was awesome and we did it that was the end right like that's very satisfying to finally get there and it's like but they took their time right they like she took like as much shit as we can give jk rowling at least they finished the goddamn books right at least they finished the goddamn story that's what i'm saying so george this all falls back on you, bro. Period. Also, a quick note, because this has been bugging me this whole episode. Alan, you said Arthur was an anteater. He's an aardvark. Just oh, want to clarify that. He is an aardvark. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. You're such an idiot. <laughs> I've been like, I've been like trying to be like, wait, when should I bring it up? Because I need to bring it up. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Oh, okay. my God. So, very. Quick notes, because this is a lengthy episode, guys. So, Loki. Okay. We, as of today, today that we're filming, June 30th, it's a Wednesday. So, the fourth episode is out. I haven't seen it. Oh, damn. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. damn. So, there's only two episodes left. But from the first three, <clears throat> go for it, friends. Uh, Jesse, you go first. Uh, Episode three, I thought, was the weakest. Uh, Episode two, probably my favorite of the first three um i like the world they're building and everything oh i wish you guys had watched episode four um <laughs> uh, we'll do we will after this Trust that's me. all i'll say right now 
Uh, episodes one through three. Liked, I really liked one. Really liked two. Thought three was a nice kind of cool down. Uh, don't know how they don't know where we go from here. Um, so for me, if I'm gonna rank them, it goes two, one, three, with two being the best and three being the lowest. It wasn't bad. It was not Mm-mm. bad at all. I mean, we did get some different insights cool down in terms to Sylvie and all that. Um, but I have a feeling since this series is only s- season one is only six episodes because this for sure is going into season two. Season one Correct. is only six episodes, so I have a feeling that episodes four and five are both combined. Maybe the penultimate episodes before we get the finale. Hmm. I will say, season- episode three was definitely a filler. It seemed like right when I finished it, I was like, "This had to be filler." <laughs> mm-hmm. You need a cool down episode. Everyone needs yeah. a cool down. Very true. And... So damn. So with that, we wrap another episode of the Media Fuel Podcast. Please remember to follow us on our social media at Media Fuel Pod. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate us and leave a comment it very much helps us and remember to share with everybody else that you know that loves podcasts and loves podcasts about all things media yes so, please yes 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 so my name is thanks you yep jesus also i just want to say happy fourth of july because it's fourth of july weekend oh yeah happy fourth of july everybody stay safe put on suntan yes. lotion face wash or not face wash sunscreen <laughs> Bye. <laughs>